Welcome to the PKN Podcast, where we give you the wrap on all things packaging. Welcome to the PKN Packaging News Podcast. My name's Grant McCarran, and once again, I'm joined by Lindy Hewson, Managing Editor and Publisher of PKN Packaging News and the host of this show. G'day, Lindy, once again for 2024. We're packing in some episodes and we've more than one guest today. Can you tell us what's happening? Yes. Well, have I got news for you today, Grant. I am absolutely thrilled to be announcing the soft launch of our inaugural Women in Packaging Awards program, which has been designed to celebrate leadership excellence in the Australian packaging industry. Now, as the leading source of news and information in the Australian packaging industry, PKN is dedicated, as you well know, to recognizing and celebrating the exceptional achievements of all people in our sector, but especially women. This program aims to foster diversity, promote innovation and inspire future leaders in the Australian packaging industry. Traditionally, the packaging industry has been male-dominated, with women often underrepresented in key leadership roles and decision-making positions. Some companies are addressing this, but at this stage, we feel progress could be accelerated. This lack of diversity has hindered innovation and limited the industry's ability to address critical sustainability challenges effectively. It's time to change this narrative. It's time to empower women in packaging to take center stage. Now, we have been so gratified by the positive response we have had from industry so far, just working behind the scenes prior to this launch. Our association partner, the Australian Institute of Packaging, is in full support. And so far, we have a wonderful list of sponsors. Bronze sponsors are Positive and Trimat. Silver sponsors are Avery Dennison, Close the Loop Group, Impact International, Planet Protective Packaging and Tetra Pak. Our gold sponsor is Curry Group and our platinum sponsor, the headline sponsor, whose representatives are joining me today is Amcor. So today we're going to welcome Operations Director Greg Suzor and Australia New Zealand Safety Manager Carissa Barr. Hello to you both and welcome to the PKN Podcast. Hi Carissa, you're coming to us from Queensland? I am. Thank you, Lindy. Really looking forward to being here today. And not to be outdone, coming into us from far afield, Greg, you coming to us from New Zealand. Hi, Lindy. Yes, I'm over here in Auckland. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Well, we're going to kick off with the all-important um, point that I want to raise is why has AMCO got involved with this program? Why are you aligning with this program? Greg, I'm going to ask you to kick off first. For sure. Well, AMCOR, as you know, uh, is the industry leader, and uh, it's really important for us to recognise where there's excellence and celebrate in the success across the industry. Uh, We've got some fabulous talent across our organisation, but we also recognise that there is a gender gap across our organisation, and this is our opportunity to help to address some of that and bring in some of the future talent and excite the uh, the future potential of uh, of our uh, our next employees and across our own team to uh, to join into uh, what is a fabulous and exciting industry. Carissa, would you like to weigh in? I, I'm so excited about hearing about the awards. It's certainly something that is been a while coming uh, and to keep the uh, women in packaging and to celebrate their achievements um, has been very exciting and to see Amcor being part of that and committed to the diversity and inclusion um, of 
women in packaging is um, I'm very proud to be a part of, um, of the whole program. Well, while you're talking about diversity, Carissa, how does AMCOR go about developing diversity in leadership? So there's a a number of different ways that the business is doing it. One of the first parts is when you are recruiting for new roles, we we actively try to have that um, parity between the the candidates coming in. So so we are looking to... um, find women to come into our our business so ensuring that we're recruiting across those as well but then it's also trying to identify um, the the women who we can potentially develop and move into different roles within the organization and see someone who has been in one particular function and give them experience and exposure to other functions in the business and moving them um hopefully moving them into that role in the in the future. Well, Greg, in you are covering as operations director, you you cover a, a wider sort of a big picture of Amcor. What would you like to say about how Amcor is developing diversity in leadership? Amcor is uh, committed into supporting uh, diversity and inclusion. Uh, we've got a number of programs uh, that we support, uh, in particular uh, mentoring programs where uh, we're providing uh, opportunities to develop both those technical as well as the softer skills uh, of our team. We also uh, support the mentoring across not just within the industry. We're a member of uh, NAWO where we uh, encourage uh, our women to be mentored by uh, others across industry. Okay, so um, often the mentoring typically happens from a senior leader to support a, a more junior person. Carissa, in your experience, is reverse mentorship something that AMCO has looked at where young people actually have a lot to teach us older people? It is in a uh, informal way. So we have uh, some great new people coming into our, our business. And even within my own team, uh, I have a few of the uh, uh, younger team members coming through. And it's incredible about what they're teaching about um, AI. That's probably where my biggest um, eye-opener has come from and looking about what that can do for the development of programs in your in your business. Uh, so there is certainly some that reverse mentorship. Uh, it has been a little bit eye-opening for, for me about what other technological programs are out there that I hadn't been aware of before. Yeah, I must say it's it's good if you can keep an open mind and and learn from all members of your team, regardless of of age, because that's part of the getting the discrimination out of of the whole system and keeping diversity inbred. Now, Greg, in your division, what are the common areas that you have found in your area that you cover that individuals require support? Uh, well, I've found uh, as I've been mentoring uh, and what we found across uh, the the programs that we run, I would separate it into two uh, parts. We've got uh, absolutely some of those 
technical uh, physical skills that uh, that that we uh, are helping people to develop and a lot of that is uh, how we make sure that we encourage uh, our team to develop breadth of experience uh, by moving between different uh, functions uh, and providing them the confidence that that is a uh, a way in which uh, to progress your your career we've had some great successes uh, with people who have moved cross functionally and then progressed into uh, site leadership positions. But I think the uh, the secondary part for me is uh, probably more around the soft skills uh, where we're helping individuals to grapple with some of the challenges across the industry. As a packaging industry, uh, a lot of what we do uh, relies on being able to work with people uh, and therefore how do you manage uh, and inspire teams, how do you deal with challenging uh, circumstances are all the uh, the soft skills that uh, that are quite often really uh, explored through uh, through the mentoring programs, uh, as well as yeah, the general support that we provide. Does um, that also cover mental health support as well, Greg? Absolutely, mental health is such an emerging challenge of, of our days uh, and our times here. Uh, it is very much on the forefront. Um, it's. Uh, an area where uh, I think we're all still learning as to how best to uh, address that and and to support, um, and it's a it's a really important critical issue for us. So, Carissa, you work as safety manager for Australia New Zealand operations. What type of support are you finding the people working with you are requiring? For the support, it's the influencing skills that are required. So we don't have direct authority uh, and a lot of the functional teams don't have that direct authority. So where you have the influencing skills and how do you make changes and increase things in the um, to make a, 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 a improvement in the business is where that becomes incredibly important. And we're finding for uh, my team, uh, in particular, that if you can have those connections with the leaders, and it's not just the the um, the leaders as in the managers, but it's also the site leaders, the in co-workers on the uh, on the machinery who are um, peer um, leaders, having that influencing skills really helps in changing the the culture of the of the site and bringing that inclusion into the the business as well. Now, it suddenly occurs to me that I don't really know how many people AMCO employs in Australia and New Zealand. Greg, can you answer that question? Yes, for sure. Uh, we employ about 1,200 employees across Australia and New Zealand. Uh, this is one of the um, areas that we're uh, working on in terms of the gender gap. Uh, our gender gap uh, is at 80-20, uh, and one of the things that we're striving for uh, is equality, where everyone comes to work and feels valued, uh, and we've got uh, the full range of uh, inputs from across our community to reflect the same views as the rest of our community. And what is the talent identification strategy from Amcor's side in a big pool of people like that? So we tend to promote uh, from within uh, while also looking at uh, benchmarking and seeking uh, external inputs and, and new ideas uh, as well. One of the things uh, which we make sure that we do is when we recruit, we uh, have a short list, which is a 50-50 uh, on the gender base. 
uh, that ensures that we're uh, trying to remove some of those uh, unconscious bias uh, across our recruitment uh, policy. Carissa, how do you think Amcor could do better perhaps, or not necessarily Amcor, but the packaging industry, in encouraging more women to look at packaging as a career? For me, it has been seeing that this is a place that values women in our industry. Uh, and when women join the industry and they see how how many opportunities there are in their role and potential that they can do within the business and the broader business, uh, we seem to be missing that that step. Once they're here, they love it, but how do you actually get them to see that the opportunities are in the business and that we value uh, their contribution to our industry? So um, for me, that has been an ad or on any recruitment site, you know, what is drawing them in to, to do that? Greg, would you like to weigh in? Yes, for sure. The packaging industry is such a fascinating industry. It's where we combine science with creativity. And it's uh, it's a, an area where uh, really such diverse people can flourish uh, and really perform well within our industry. Uh, I'm always puzzled uh, when uh, people aren't attracted to it initially, and I think we certainly need to do more to uh, bring in the diverse talent uh, into this industry. Do you think we need to catch them at school-going age? We certainly need to inspire them, and it's uh, it's about uh, and it's by through sponsorship uh, through the women packaging programs that certainly uh, we hope to start to do that. Well, what I would like to see is as many women as possible being entered or self-nominated into this program because by someone else doing it, that encourages other women to say, hey, if she can, I could, you know. So I know that um, Amcor will be driving those conversations within the group, but I'm hoping that we'll be able to just spread the word, you know, across the industry. So that will be good. Now, in an organization the size of yours, there must be success stories that have come up through your divisions. Uh, Carissa, do you have any success story that you could share? I do within my own team. Uh, I have a person, uh, a female who started with me as an intern. So they were still completing their university degree when they started in our in our business. Um, she was a superstar in that intern position. So when um, she finished her intern, we were able to offer her a full-time employment. And she has recently moved across from our site in New Zealand to a larger site here in Australia. Uh, and so, it, and I can only see um, her improving and increasing her, her reach as she goes through. She was part of our mentor program as well. Uh, so, participated in the mentor program in the last um, 12 months, um, two years, and has seen a massive improvement confidence in her own ability going forward. Well, that sounds like a super heartwarming story. What about you, Greg? We've had some great examples of uh, success. What we've certainly seen is by uh, enabling uh, some of our team to 
take some opportunities across different functions, um, we've been able to help to develop and round out uh, their progress and their development. And we've got examples where um, these women have progressed into uh, site leadership positions, uh, which is absolutely fantastic uh, in what's traditionally been a, a male-dominated um, industry. I think that it's starting to turn the tide and very much uh, showing the example that uh, there is no barrier and uh, anything is possible. Well, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing the entries that do come through from the Amcor group as well. Um, Carissa, any last message you'd like to give to women in our industry who might be sitting on the edge thinking about whether or not they should put their hand up for a leadership role within their organization or whether they should enter the awards? To go for it, to put your name down uh, for the the awards. It's so many different categories. That was one of the things that really impressed me when I first saw the uh, the awards being announced were the different categories which draw in women from all functions of the sites um, and the businesses to uh, put their nominations forward. And then for women who, if you're sitting on the fence about whether to put your hand up for a leadership position, uh, there is so much support within the packaging industry. And one of the things that I saw when I first joined is uh, the sharing of knowledge and the 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 desire for people to see you succeed is there. So don't stand back. Push your name forward. Um, tell your manager that you want to see where you can take your career and um, be proactive talking about yourself and, and getting yourself out there into, into those roles. And you, Greg, any last message? For me, uh, as an industry, we love a celebration. We love to see excellence, and this is such a great opportunity to really showcase uh, the talent that we have out there. So absolutely, go for it. Looking forward to seeing all of the injuries coming in. Well, I can't tell you how warm my heart feels right now as the one who put this program together, and um, I'm pleased Carissa, that you recognize that I try to, with the categories of for the awards, try to cover every aspect of, um, and, and of course, we can grow that in future years. If anybody wants to find out more, they can go to packagingnews.com.au. In the navigation bar, there's a tab that says Women in Packaging, and under that, there's an awards tab. And for the moment, there's a, a wonderful landing page that takes you through the categories and tells you all about the awards program. We will put that link into the show notes. And just to give some sense of timeline, we are going to open for entries on the 18th of March. So you've got a little time to think about it. But on the 18th of March, entries will open and the whole event will culminate on the 21st of June in Sydney. We're having a wonderful luncheon awards presentation with a keynote speaker, with a lovely panel session as well. So it will be a worthwhile event and you'll be recognized among your peers. You'll be recognized within the industry. And yes, let's hope it goes from strength to strength. Thank you both for joining me today. And thank you, Amcor, for getting behind this. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Lindy. Well, thanks, Carissa and Greg. Thanks to Lindy. And of course, thanks to our audience for joining us today. Don't forget, if you enjoyed what you've heard, you can follow us in your favorite podcatcher to ensure you get every episode as they're released. We'll be back in the not too distant future with another informative discussion. But until then, have a great day. 
The PKN Podcast is produced by Southern Skies Media on behalf of PKN Packaging News, owned and published by Yaffa Media. The views of the people featured on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of PKN Packaging News, Yaffa Media, or the guest's employer. The contents are copyright by Yaffa Media. If you wish to use any of this podcast audio, please contact us via the website or send an email to editor at packagingnews.com.au. You can subscribe to this podcast via your preferred platform and read all the latest news on Australia's packaging industry at packagingnews.com.au. You've been listening to a Yappa Media Podcast. Southern Skies Media.